if it had not been such a rain-lashed, windy evening, the people who jostle the pavements of Camden Town might have noticed something a little odd about a white-haired elderly gentleman who made his way against the steady flow of the crowd. But they shivered as they left the warm brightness of the underground station and, burying their chins deep in the lapels of their coats, butted their way out into the driving rain, seeing nothing but the puddled pavements and a great multitude of hurrying feet. Perhaps the strangest thing about the old man was that he walked upright, untroubled by the cold needles of the rain. And though he moved against the press of the crowd, he never once stepped aside, but passed through the groups of burly workmen, the thin-faced office boys, the breathless, scampering girls, without seeming to touch any of them. He moved purposefully, past the neon-lit self-service laundry and the shuttered fish shop, past the busy greengrocers spilling its wooden boxes and pyramids of bright fruit across the pavement outside, until he reached a row of terraced houses which stood back from the road behind wilderness gardens. Here, he paused uncertainly and stared at the first house which lay in a pool of shadow behind a stunted tree. A small light shone from the basement window, making a halo of brightness on the rain outside. The old man turned and, making his way along the path and down the steps, he tapped hesitantly upon the basement door. The woman who opened it was still young and would have been pretty if she had not looked so tired. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Allen? inquired the old man. He sounded strangely nervous. The woman nodded cautiously, and at once he launched into a little speech like a doorstep salesman, uncertain of his reception. I represent a firm of solicitors, madam. The firm of Blunden, Blunden, Claverton and... Uh, I suppose it's about the rent. The woman's interruption seemed to throw the old man completely. He stopped his speech abruptly and looked deeply hurt at being suspected of so unwelcome a mission. He shook his head several times reproachfully and seemed to have difficulty in finding the broken thread of his thoughts. Indeed, no, he said at last. I am not a debt collector. I am a senior partner in the firm of Blunden, Blunden, Claverton and... Uh, uh, dear me, now, what is that young fellow's name? He paused absent-mindedly and gazed up thoughtfully into the falling rain. Well, no matter. He recollected himself. The important thing is that the news I bring will, I am sure, prove entirely welcome. The woman looked doubtful, as if she no longer believed in good news. Then she shivered. It was cold standing in the doorway. You'd better come in, she said, out of the rain. The room was small and crowded and untidy. There was a pool of light over a table to one side where a boy and a girl sat eating their tea. The boy started to his feet as they came in, but the old man stopped him. No, no, he said with grave courtesy. Pray continue. It is I who must apologise for disturbing your meal. Do sit down, said the woman, 
moving some knitting from a chair by the fire. And perhaps you would like a cup of tea? The chair I accept gratefully, said the old man. But the tea I must decline. It has been many years since I have been uh, allowed to drink it. But if you pour some for yourself and sit with me for a moment, I will come straight to the purpose of my visit. The woman did as she was told. Clutching her cup in her nervous hands, she perched herself on the edge of a chair and waited as if for another blow to fall. <laughs>